Have you tried everything from natural to pharmaceutical just to get a good night's rest? Join me, Martha Lewis, as I unpack what's really keeping you up at night and how to change it. You're listening to The Insomnia Fix. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am excited to talk to you today about seven myths that you may think about insomnia. And I am going to dispel those myths. But before I get into that, I want to invite you to my webinar. This is called Why You Can't Sleep, Five Hidden Causes of Insomnia. And this is happening February 1st at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. I will have the link to register in the show notes. And if you can't make it live, then I will send you the replay so you can get that. This is going to be for you if you have tried everything and nothing has worked to help you sleep. If you have trouble either falling asleep, waking up in the middle of the night or waking up too early, it's going to help. If you have almost given up hope, but you don't want to give up, then this is definitely for you because I am going to explain What is happening in your body that is causing this? Your insomnia is not all in your head. And I'm going to get into detail. I'm going to show you how stress affects your body over time, how it affects your sleep, how it causes other parts of your body to start breaking down and can cause sleep issues. So you will want to register for that. All right, now let's get into today's episode, seven myths of insomnia. Because I know that there's a lot of sleep advice out there and a lot of it is the same. And as a functional health coach, I believe that most of it is wrong. So here is myth number one. This is if you follow the sleep rules, you will sleep. So if you Google how to sleep, you're going to find the same generic advice everywhere right? I'm sure you know that you should avoid screens before bed and you shouldn't drink caffeine too late in the day. And you probably shouldn't drink alcohol before bed and you should exercise every day. This information is repeated over and over again, everywhere that you read about sleep. If you've tried all of these things and they haven't helped you sleep better, it's because there's something going on in your body that is keeping you awake. Now, the most common physical causes of insomnia are going to be high cortisol at night, an unhealthy gut, hormone imbalance, liver dysfunction, mineral imbalance, and heavy metals. Most people don't have all of these things, but they have a combination of these things that are physically keeping them awake at night. And so the only way to sleep better is to find out which one it is, what is keeping you from sleeping normally and fix those imbalances. And so following all that same sleep advice usually doesn't work. And that's because there's something deeper going on. Myth number two is there's nothing wrong in your body because your blood work is normal. So you may have gone to your doctor and done blood work to try to find the root cause of why you can't sleep and your results come back quote unquote normal. This doesn't mean that there aren't imbalances in your body that are keeping you awake. And here's why. First of all, blood work is meant to indicate that something is seriously out of whack, something seriously wrong, that there's likely a disease or disorder. But you could be progressing towards something and still be in range according to the blood work, 
But if you kept going in that direction, then things would get out of range eventually. So blood work is only capturing it once it is severely out of range and it means that something is majorly wrong. The other problem is with blood work is that the lab's normal ranges, their reference ranges, they're based on an average of people taking the test. So they're showing what's common, but that's not what is ideal. So I interpret blood work using functional ranges, which are optimal ranges that people have when they have no symptoms and they're in perfect health. So there's a big difference between normal and optimal. And for my clients, when my clients have recent blood work, I interpret them using functional ranges. And a lot of times I find different clues in there as to things that are out of balance that we can find when we interpret it differently, not using those labs ranges. And so this is why I use functional lab testing and not just blood work, because the functional lab tests show how different systems in your body are working so I can see what's out of balance. And so these tests can catch imbalances that blood work doesn't. And I have a whole episode about functional lab testing if you want to listen to that. Now, myth number three about your insomnia is that it's all in your head. I'm really passionate about this. When your blood work comes back normal and then sleep meds don't work, your doctor is going to tell you to see a psychiatrist and tell you it's all in your head. This makes me really angry, but it's not really their fault. They just don't know what else to recommend. Now, it's true that mental stress and worry can sabotage your sleep, but there's always something physical going on in my clients' bodies that explain their sleep issues. So it's not all in your head and it's not your fault. Myth number four, sleeping pills are the cure. So doctors usually prescribe sleep meds for people with insomnia. They don't really know what else to do. But I want to tell you that sleeping pills are a Band-Aid. They don't address the root cause of what's going on. They don't give you natural sleep. Instead, they sedate you. So your time spent in deep sleep and REM sleep totally changes and is different than it would be if you were sleeping naturally. Sleeping pills also have side effects and they change your brain chemistry. I truly believe that sleeping pills can be more damaging in the long term to your sleep and your health. Sleeping pills even increase your risk of dementia and death, unfortunately. So I have another podcast episode called How to Get Off Sleeping Pills, where I really dive deep into sleeping pills and of course, how to get off them. But sleeping pills are not a cure for insomnia, as many of you probably no. And a lot of times they don't work for people. So they don't even always help as a band-aid. Myth number four, a sleep study will show why you can't sleep. So many people come to me and they've had sleep studies or they want to get a sleep study. And I want to tell you that sleep studies are really looking for sleep apnea. And yes, they might be looking for other very rare sleep disorders, but they're mainly designed to screen for apnea because that is so common these days. And so if you don't have a true sleep disorder, they're not going to show the root cause of why you can't sleep normally. Myth number five, you shouldn't nap. So you've probably read that you shouldn't nap if you have trouble sleeping at night. And I honestly disagree. And I found for me and for many of my clients that taking a nap can actually help you sleep better at night. And that's because napping lowers your cortisol levels. It reduces stress. And so it can help to reduce that stress so that you have lower cortisol at night when you're trying to go to sleep. Now, it is important not to take a nap too late in the day, 
Um, you also don't want to take too long of a nap. I recommend about a 30 minute nap, which assuming it will take you 10 minutes to fall asleep and then you'll have 20 minutes of sleep. And so you're only enter stage one and stage two, those lighter stages of sleep. I do suggest avoiding a longer nap where you enter deep sleep and REM sleep and go through a whole sleep cycle because that can disrupt your sleep at night. So taking a nap in the early afternoon for 30 minutes maximum can actually help you sleep better at night. Myth number six, sleep problems go away on their own. Many of my clients have been struggling to sleep for years or decades, some even since childhood. And they've tried everything, nothing has helped. Their sleep issues never disappeared. They may have had some decent nights here and there, but they've had insomnia for most of their life. And unfortunately, it's the same for you and that your sleep problems most likely won't just go away. And this is because, let's think about it, a healthy body sleeps well. And so if you can't sleep, your body isn't truly healthy. Even if you eat healthy and you exercise and you take care of yourself, Something isn't healthy in your body if you can't sleep. So there's something there that's out of balance and it's not going to magically correct itself. So really the only way to sleep better is to find what's out of whack in your body, find what's keeping you from being healthy and then correct it and restore your health. And so that's why it's not a quick fix. That's why it's not just going to go away on its own. Myth number seven is that you have to live with insomnia forever. I don't want you to believe this. And I know that if you've been struggling for a while, you may have given up hope that you'll get better. The longer it's been, the more things you've tried, the more hopeless you can feel. But I want you to know that it's possible to get better. You just have to find the root cause. It's totally fixable. And I've helped clients who have had insomnia for decades and then get better. Recently, my client, Amy, who has been struggling with sleep since high school, she's now about 50, so it's been decades. She was on often on Ambien for years. Within three months of working together, she's sleeping great without Ambien. And we're still addressing the things in her body, so she still has a way to go, but she's already sleeping well without drugs and has struggled for 40 years or 30 years. So this could be you too. I don't want you to give up hope. And if you want to know more, I encourage you to register for the webinar and I will either see you there or talk to you next week on the podcast. Thanks for listening to The Insomnia Fix with Martha Lewis. Be sure to follow and listen wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to know more about why you can't sleep, go to my website, thecompletesleepsolution.com and download the What's Causing Your Insomnia Checklist. You're also welcome to join my community on Facebook, Sleep and Insomnia Help for Adults. Until next time, I'm wishing you a good night's sleep.